This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to do it yourself. I'm Java Chapman filling in for Jason Klein this morning here with the usual suspects, Pam Pibus, Ashy Certified Inspector and Inspected Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Selmans from Houseworks. Uh, a little bit later, we're going to be talking with the executive director of the Mississippi Housing Institute, Kim Gent. They provide education both online and in classroom uh, to contractors to keep them certified here in the state of Mississippi. So follow my pros listening. You want to stay tuned coming up in about... Uh, 10, 15 minutes, uh, we're going to be talking with Kim about all of the things that they provide, keeping uh, contractors and remodelers certified here in the state. But um, I always want to remind you that if you have to step away from the show, uh, Fixing 101 re-airs every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., right before the Gestalt Gardener, which comes on at 10. And Pam and Jeff, a little bit more um, congratulations, because last week we talked about Fixing 101 being the first podcast from MPB to reach over 100,000 downloads, but also in our last ratings book, Fix It 101 was the number one Saturday show. So congratulations. Hey, hey, hey. I forgot to tell us. Well, we're going to, uh, we, we may do, well, when we all get together, we'll, you know, have like a number one cake party or something like that. We need to have a party with beverages. Yes, yes, yes. Beverages. We love we love beverages. But um how how are you guys doing this morning? Like I said, Jason is um um out this morning, so um in the host chair and um uh Pam, what's how how are you feeling today? You know, I, I felt better but uh hanging in there. I spent the weekend and Jeff, I gotta tell you, I spent the weekend adjusting my gutters uh nice. to help get the water away. Uh, from the house because the biggest enemy of a house is water so um i just decided to do it on the hottest weekend of the year (laughs) well jeff what's going on with you um well and i had such a tough weekend i don't even know if i can talk about it i i had to take the motor home down to baton rouge to get some warranty work done on it and on the way down there we decided to spend a couple days at this um, um, RV park. It's uh, called uh, Reunion. It's in Robert, Louisiana. And, of course, they had swimming pools and fishing lakes and, you know, putt-putt golf. And inside the swimming pool, excuse me, there was actually a swim-up bar. So (laughs) you swim up and sit down and have a beverage. Excuse Jeff, me. I officially yeah. hate you now. <laughs> right. So, but hey, man, look, I hung in there and I did my part. And, and uh, so. <laughs> well, not to, I guess, uh, turn away from the from from the good times. Last week, um, we were talking about some severe weather with um, with the hurricanes that came through the Gulf, uh, Mississippi. We, you know, dodged the brunt of the uh, impact, but Louisiana, especially the area of Lake Charles, was not um, 
was not spared in the same as Mississippi. Um, and we've talked about it, especially when it comes to uh, hiring contractors and things um, after a storm. Um, sometimes you may see that influx of new of new characters in your um, in your state. But I heard a story on here and now um, th- uh, yesterday about how they were they had so much work to be done in the Lake Charles area. You know, they may be running out of people to help. So I didn't know if Jeff or Pam, if you have ever been in those situations where you were the out of towner, uh, you know, just trying to lend a helping hand in um, and, you know, that experience. Jeff, have you? Yeah. I just remember it, it brings back um, after Katrina. Um, we just, you could not find, there were just not enough people. And I also know that whenever we've had hurricanes down in Florida, a lot of our contractors here would leave, but man, are they busy right now. Like the It's just hard to find hey. anybody to do anything right now. And the number one thing I tell people, which I hear Jeff say all the time be patient. Don't rush out and just get the next, the guy that can come. You want to be on somebody's waiting list. If they can, I've always heard if they can come tomorrow, you probably don't want them. It's so, it's so important to do your homework. And, and yes, I have been in those situations. In fact, we opened a satellite office in Biloxi after Katrina. And, um, it, it, it's, it's tough during these times, especially, and I know this sounds strange, but right now the new home market is booming. We, we, we do not have enough housing. So, so, so not only are we busy in the new home market, we're extremely busy in the remodeling market. They're trying to get their house ready to sell so they can buy the new home. And then we throw a hurricane in there. So, yeah, it is. We are short of labor. Absolutely. And, you know, something else. And, Jeff, I'd love your input on this. I was um, looking for, of all things, my dishwasher quit working well. Yep. So I go online and I'm going to try to buy and I do all my research and I put in the information. I'm going to order my dishwasher and it can't get here till November 1st. Yes. Yes. Wow. I, I can help you with that, Pam, if you will call me after the show. But I want to I add to that. I ordered a washer and dryer for my, um, for my son's house in Starkville. And um, it's, it's, it's on a 30-day uh, back order for a washer and dryer. And that's so, just yeah, a sign it, of the uh, a sign of the times, like you say, with everything going on, and then throw a hurricane in there. <laughs> throw, throw, throw a hurricane in there, and then you know, not to mention our lumber pricing is up, you know, forty, fifty percent, and that 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 is no joke. Now we have, we have all got to be aware that that these lumber prices are are going out. I mean, just off the chart. So hey, Jeff. I wanted to thank you for get, for giving us that information a couple of weeks ago. I'm supposed to be going up in about six weeks to help a friend of mine build a deck up in Arkansas. Right. Yeah. And I told her we, we had planned it all out and we knew what we needed. And she took it to the contractor's desk like three weeks ago at one of the big box stores. 
and had them uh, price everything out. And then we ordered it and she had it delivered. <laughs> so it's sitting in her backyard waiting. Yeah, look, if, if you want to get an impact, take the same list up there and have them price it now. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Now, Pam, before the before the show, um, uh, we were talking about another aspect of the of the hurricanes and severe weather um, because we touched on it last last show uh, because a lot of people were losing power about generators and uh, proper placement for your generators because I believe it's carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, that's, yes. Yeah, that was that's really big after these storms. I was reading on the NPR, <clears throat> I look at their new, news bulletins, it's basically where I get my news, and they said more people had died in Hurricane Laura from carbon monoxide poisoning because of the ill placement of generators than the storm itself. So you've got to be so careful with these things because... It is odorless. You don't know that there's a problem. And there was a family of five that died because they had put the generator in their garage and then left a door open going into the house. And, you know, you don't know if you're asleep, you just don't wake up. And the suggestion, one of the things that they said, I'd love to hear Jeff on this because you've probably had more experience with generators. They said, if you're afraid of it getting stolen, chain it to a tree. Or do something, but don't, it needs to be at least 20 feet away from the house. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a real deal. Do not put that generator in, in your garage anywhere locked up in a, in a enclosed room. It's just like your car. Uh, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't start your car in the garage and leave the door down. So it's, um, I know we don't think about that enough, but, but that's definitely should be on uh, everyone's minds. Um, you're listening to Fix It 101 this morning. I'm Java Chapman filling in for Jason Klein and his uh, usual Pam Pibus uh, from Inspector Like a Girl and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks are here. A little bit later, we're going to be talking with Kim Gent from uh, Mississippi Housing Institute. They provide both online and classroom courses uh, to keep contractors certified. So stay tuned. We're going to be talking with her coming up in just a little bit. But if we're also taking your home improvement questions, as always, we want to help you out this morning. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send us an email to fixin one hundred one at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more show after the break. I'm Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. If you're enjoying this podcast, try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. You're listening to Fixing 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman here with Pam Pibas, Ashley Certified Inspector and Inspected Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, 672 7464 or send an email to fixing101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, yes, I am not Jason Klein. I'm filling in this morning. And the one thing that I really, really 
really like about being here at MPB, it's always all hands on deck. I mean, this, you know, switcheroo with the host came this morning, as things do. Um, so, uh, uh, Liz Gill, another producer, she hopped on the boards where I normally would be. And then Lisa Lancaster, the traffic manager, she hopped on the phones where Liz normally would be. So everything just shifted around, but everybody's at the ready. And we're bringing you Fix It 101 this morning. So just want to say thank you to Liz and Lisa. And thank you to Kim Gent, the executive director for the Mississippi Housing Institute, for uh, joining us this morning. Um, the Mississippi Housing Institute is an, appro- an approved provider of education for the Mississippi State Board of Contractors and offers both online and classroom courses to keep contractors certified. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. I really appreciate you um, taking the time to join our show this morning. Um, for those who may not be familiar with the Mississippi Housing Institute, MHI. Uh, Just give us a a brief overview of what the organization is and what you guys do. Okay. Well, basically, we're the education arm for Home Builders Association, but um, so I provide education for all the builders, remodelers. Now, with that being said, we also provide that for any builder or remodeler across the state, whether they're a member of Home Builders or not. Um, We have online, like you talked about, and um, we also have classroom. Now, with COVID, you know, we've had limited classroom type of courses, but um, we definitely have the online that people can go to that are having to renew their license. If they got their license after July of 2015, they have to have two hours of CE credit. And then the other thing we do, we have a designation program where builders and remodelers can become a certified professional builder or remodeler. And that's just, they are licensed. They do four hours of CE every year. They have their insurance. Um, um, So anyway, they are um, the type of contractor you want to hire. It's a job, it's just to add to that, uh, we, we are both uh, CPB and um, um, uh, uh, remodeler classifications. We, we, my company has both. And uh, it's just an upgraded classification. You know, when we talk about where do you go to hire a qualified contractor, that's, that's another way to find out, is this company reputable can I trust them? Are they going to be here tomorrow? That that's the type quality that you get when you hire a CPB. Yes, yeah, and you can go ahead, well, Kim. Because if you find those, we have um, we have each of our each of our certified professional builders remodelers have their own page on the website, and you can search by zip code. Now, with that being said, like if you're in a rural area, you may have to go, let's say, Poplarville. You may have to go to Hattiesburg or the coast, you know, put one of those zip codes. There may not be one specific in that area, but somebody close by. But you can go and search for um, by zip code or by specific names and kind of look at their profiles and see, pick your your builder remodeler from there. Okay. And the, the website cpbms.com. cpbms.com. That's correct. Because we because we always um, are, you know, the DIY spirit. We want you to get out there and, and, you know, do it yourself if 
if you can, but like Jeff and Pam both know, if we don't feel that you should handle it on your own, we want you to get certified people. And this is another resource, cpbms.com, along with, um, well, I guess, one of your partners, the msboc.us, the Mississippi State Board of Contractors. You are the education arm um, for the Mississippi State Board of Contractors, correct? No, 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 no. For Home Builders Association. Okay, now, there we the go. The state contractors we do work with because they they are the ones that license and require, you know, educations for these builders and remodelers. Now, I can attend this to... I can akin this to um, teacher certifications as you can become a certified teacher, but then there's a thing because uh, called board certified where you'll be kind of, uh, you have that kind of distinction with your certification um, and you have to continue your credits. And this is the same thing, as you say, uh, with contractors, with the CE credits and staying up to date with the different policies and guidelines, correct? That is correct. And I'll just mention, too, like when you're talking about the storm, you know, not hiring just any um, anybody off the street. You know, if there's storm damage and you're looking for somebody, these are the type of people you want to hire, you know, because don't take money up front from these builders. And, um, you know, because they I'm talking about the ones off the street. I'm not talking about the certified the certified professional builders, you know, are are legit and they're going to take care of you and they're going to be you're probably going to be on a waiting list with these guys so um anyway just if you're looking for even for the storm there that's the place to go is that website just like pam said if they can come tomorrow then you generally don't want them <laughs> you don't want them right. <laughs> now when it comes to um the different programs i see on the website you have the mississippi housing institute certified professional program so if i am a pro if i'm a contractor and i uh, do i have to be certified to take these classes or am i working toward my certification how does that work with the uh mississippi housing institute certified professional program no, in order to get certified, first of all, they've got to be a licensed contractor. Um, they do have to be a member of the Home Builders Association. Um, if they're a builder, they have to have built 10 houses um, within a certain period of time. Um, they've got to have their insurance. So there's there's specific, there's um, specific, ugh, la, la, can't talk, <laughs> for them to to do or are required for them to um, do before they become certified. So they don't go here like they go to the state board of contractors, get their license. And then at that point they become a certified, they can come to me to get certified professional builder or remodeler. Okay. So first go to the state board of contractors, become licensed. I just want to guess, explain for uh, maybe the, the up and coming um, um, contractors and remodeling. You are licensed first and then you come to the Mississippi housing Institute to get these specific uh, certifications. That's correct. And then, you know, like I said, if they were licensed after July of 2015, they are required by the State Board of Contractors to get two hours of CE credit. So whether they become certified or not, they can still go to that website and get their CE credits. And now, like you said, because of COVID, you're doing a lot of online training. So from the comfort of your home, you can go through these trainings and, and stay up to date. 
Correct. Now, how you know that's the beautiful thing of the, and especially, and Kim, I appreciate you lining that out because we're both of my inspectors are uh, contractors as well. We have our licensure in order to do new construction, and so if we wanted to get our CEs, we could actually come through you guys. That's correct. Exactly, Pam, and it's a lot easier going through MHI to get your to get your continuing education because especially now with COVID, you know how hard it is to find a, a class that you can take to get your credits. Yeah, because we were in New Orleans back in January with the ASHI, with the American Society yeah. of Inspectors, and we got our 20 hours. But moving forward, like I know that conference next year was supposed to be in Vegas, and I think we're going to be virtual. Probably, yeah. Um, so, it's a different world now. Um, if you're just joining us, um, this is Fix It 101. We're speaking with Kim Gent, the executive director for the Mississippi Housing Institute. And you can visit their website, cpbms.com. If you are a licensed uh, contractor or remodeler and are looking for continuing education um, credits. Also, if you are a uh, person looking for a certified contractor, this is a great resource for you to make sure you are uh getting in contact with companies and individuals who are certified, insured, and um, like I say, about the business. That's uh, cpbms.com. Now, Kim, what is the um, the benefit to the consumer for um, hiring a certified builder and or remodeler, you know, someone that they can, you know, get the information from your website? What's the, the benefit to the consumer? Well, the main thing is like we've talked about is they are licensed, they are, um, they do have insurance and they do um, CE every year. So they're up to date on on information going on in the um, construction industry and you know that they're reputable. They're not going to take a chance of ruining their reputation um, going through all these steps um, over, you know, doing something for a consumer. So you know you're getting a legit builder or remodeler by hiring one of these guys because they're taking the extra time and extra steps to get that designation. And that, like we said, is very important. If, if you're hiring, you know, these guys that don't have a license or uh, don't have insurance, you're taking a risk. The consumer, if you hire a person that does not have a license, you have no recourse. At least with these guys, if if you um, if something happens and you've got a complaint, you can go to the State Board of Contractors, and their license could be at risk if uh, they get a complaint against them. So these guys are not going to take a chance of that happening. They want to do the work right and do you know make their consumer happy. Now the pricing, you know, may be a little more expensive, but they've got insurance. You've got recourse where these other people, you don't have any recourse. So they can take your money and run, or they can start the job and leave, and you're going to be in a bind because they don't have a license and you have no recourse. Jeff, I know you are, um, uh, If I, correct me if I'm wrong, the incoming president for the Mississippi Housing Institute? Um, yes. And um, 
Uh, that's two years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, I'll be I'll be president in January for the next two years. Um, and with you having these uh, certifications and and you know being involved with the Mississippi Housing Institute, speak about I guess the benefits from the contractor side because we just talked about you know how it helps out the consumer knowing that you're getting a quality person, but being a contractor, how has the uh, Mississippi In- Housing Institute helped you and you know um, um, I guess legitimize your business, so to speak? Yeah, you know, I think the number one benefit that that I get out of uh, Mississippi Housing Institute is the training that is offered to to us as licensed contractors. If we had to go out and purchase that training on our own, um, it would be very expensive. Uh, It really would. And um, so it's it's a great thing to have MHI here in the state. It's funded by every time you get a get your contractor's license, and every time you renew, a portion of that renewal fee goes to Mississippi Housing Institute for continuing education. So that that's that's how important it is to the board of contractors and and to the the state of Mississippi that we keep our contractors educated as as Pam will tell you things rapidly change in our industry um, for for instance there's a there's something's called a shear wall panel uh, Pam you know exactly what I'm talking about it is enforced in Ridgeland to where your garage has this hurricane tornado proof panel on it that that we have to install um, and it, it is really improving how we're building our our houses. So I think without the MHI and without some other programs that are going on, we may not have those kind of um, advances in the building industry. And just to be honest, I've never heard of a shear wall panel. And if, but 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 to but to the point of the Mississippi Housing Institute providing that education, if you are not you know aware of these changes, you could be fixing up somebody's garage and not know about these type of improvements. And you know Correct. something that I was going to suggest, and Jeff, you may just like <laughs> scream at me whenever we get done. But when I was growing up, which was a very long time ago, when I was growing up, we used to spend the weekends walking through houses that were being built. You know, nobody was there and we would go through and it was fascinating looking at how every everything would go together. It was so much fun. And I'm actually, one of the things that I have a passion about is I want to teach people how to live in their homes and maintain the value. So we do, like I had last week, I had this couple that did a listing inspection, that, which gives them all the power in the negotiation deal. So we did the inspection. And when I was visiting with them, I was like, now what I'm trying to do is educate you. So you're getting ready to build a new home. I'm going to show you some things in this house that you can improve on whenever you build your new house. Excellent point. And they were just thrilled because, you know, there are things every year they come up with something new that has to be done. (laughs) Well, you you know what, Kim, I'm, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. Um, There, there, there's one other thing I want to say about Mississippi housing Institute. 
we, we have a handbook. It's called Homeowner Handbook. And in this handbook, it's over 100 pages of just for instance, open the handbook up and you have these tabs that, that talk about your attic system. You turn to it, it tells you your maintenance, what you should be doing. It tells you what your builder should have done. And then it, it gives you your responsibilities as a homeowner. And then you turn another page, decks. It gives you what you should be doing to maintain your deck, tells you what your homeowner responsibilities are, but then it goes one step further and tells you what your builder's responsibilities are on that deck. It's a great new home buyer handbook. It's the Bible of new homes, if you will. Now, guys... Uh, and you can get this book at MHI right now on sale for a hundred dollars. I can't even put a price. I can't. I can't tell you how much this book is worth. It's w worth much more than a hundred dollars. Uh, it, it is full of information about how to what Pam just said. Main, maintain your largest investment. Well, you just so, answered my answer my uh, uh, question right before the break, Jeff. Um, I was going to ask, did the MHI provide anything for homeowners? Because um, it's almost like a partnership, you know, with the homeowner and the contract. I mean, the homeowner, you can't just trash your home <laughs> and then expect somebody to just come and magically fix that, it. You have to you have to stay up to date that, and, and maintenance. That's exactly right. Every Every new house we build, I give my new homeowner the, uh, the, the homeowner handbook. So if you did not get one, uh, call Kim and she will. Uh, we've got plenty of books here in the office. Uh, swing by. Our office is right here in Ridgeland. Uh, swing by. You can pick up a book for $100. And, it'll, uh, be, uh, it'll be the best $100 you've spent in a long time. And that's cpbms.com. I want to keep uh, Kim on the line. We're going to go for uh, our next break right now. Um, we're speaking with Kim Gent, Mississippi Housing Institute. As always, Pam Pibus and Jeff Simmons are here. We do have a caller on the line, Wilma from Memphis. Just continue to hold on. I really appreciate your patience. We're going to get to your uh, your home improvement question in just one moment. Also, got a couple emails um, I need you guys to help us out with this morning. So make sure you stay tuned. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit101 at MPB online if you need some home improvement help this morning. Um, I'm Java Chapman filling in for Jason Klein, having a good time right here on Fixit 101. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Malcolm White with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Every week, myself or one of my fellow hosts bring you in-depth interviews with different creative Mississippians. We talk with visual artists, musicians, writers, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Think Radio or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcast app. 
You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Java Chapman here with Pam Pibus, Ashley Certified Inspector, <laughs> Certified Inspector at Inspected Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Salmons from Houseworks. If you miss any part of today's program or if you're just joining us um, or if you have to run away real quick, it's okay. You can always listen back by podcast using any podcasting app or by downloading the MPB public media app. I promised Wilma from Memphis we were going to speak with her. She's been patiently, patiently, patiently holding on, and we want to uh, bring her on to the show. Good morning, Wilma. What's your question this morning? Good morning. I've got a question about a phone jack in the wall, uh, the outlet, whatever it's called. There is no phone service in the house. Can I safely remove that plate from it and cover that wall with wallpaper and not worry about something catching on fire. Hey, well, Wilma, if it's, yeah, if it's a phone jack, I don't know that there'd be a uh, problem. You would. Yeah, okay, to, Pam, that's, that's what I wanted to verify. It's yeah. all it is, is a, is a, uh, a phone cable. There's no, there's no power in there. Just phone. Correct. Oh, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's an older Verify that, Wilma, before we start. If it's just phone, I, I think you're fine. Let's cover that, and you can and you can wallpaper or whatever you want to do, as long as we don't have any power in that box. Can you, uh, you could, Wilma, you can go down to a hardware store or whatever and get one of these little monitor things. They're less than five bucks and put it in there and if it lights up then you got more than fun <laughs> yeah oh okay okay they're not expensive and uh, we use them we keep them in our our uh our packs whenever we're doing an inspection because we always check home inspectors are supposed to check one outlet per room uh, we we get to as many as we can but there's a device that you can use and it looks like a pencil and you hold it up to the wire and push a little button. And if it's live, then it will, it kind of squeals. Um, okay. But I would what's do that the, first. What's the little device called? If, ma'am? What's the little device called? What should I ask for? What is that thing called? It, it's, it's, a, it's a voltage tester. Voltage uh, tester, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just go in the hardware and ask for a voltage tester. Okay. Now, you know, another thing that, that I think is probably a little safer and probably the route you ought to go, if we don't have any power in that box, get a blank, excuse me, get a blank um, wall plate and just put a wall plate over it. Then if you ever decide to get um, hardwired phone service, you, you have the wires. Okay. Okie doke. All right, well, cosmetically, if you don't want, I think you've, because I've done that before. Actually, I've done that is uh, because in my office, I was rearranging some things. And I just, you can get those blank plates and you could paint it the same color as your wallpaper. Or I tell you, the craziest thing I've seen is people <laughs> will wallpaper their plates to match the. Oh, sure. yeah, I've seen that. Wall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, okay. I like that option better than covering it up, Wilma. Okay. Um, well, did that help you? Did they help you out, Wilma? Yes, it sure did. You always do. Thanks a bunch. Y'all have a great day. 
Well, we appreciate you calling, and thank, mm-hmm. thanks again. Uh, let's continue on the phones. We have um, a caller from Brandon, uh, Jan, on the line. Good morning. Good morning. What's your uh, question I, or comment? My comment is that I think the homeowner's handbook would make a wonderful wedding present for a newlywed couple going into either a new house or an older house. Forty years ago plus, someone gave us a Reader's Digest homeowner's guide, how to fix it, everything, and we still use it. So a homeowner's handbook would be a wonderful wedding gift. Well, we'll put that on, on, on the registry. <laughs> you know what? That's a that's a that's a great comment and and I'm glad you did that. Just because you bought that new home does not mean that you automatically know everything about a home. We're not, they don't teach us that in school. So the, the handbook, look, you, you get one when you buy your car, you, you get one when you buy your boat, your, your motor home, what's wrong with the handbook for your home? So it's a great point. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Really appreciate that, Jan. Something that we do, um, and, you know, I get a lot of flack for this, but our reports can be pretty long and inspect it like a girl. But what we're trying to do is educate the buyer. We're not trying to pick apart a house. What I'm trying to do, like, for instance, one of the things that we'll call out is if the door stops are missing. And I'm going to tell you what happens. People move into a house and they have a baby. And that baby starts crawling. And you know what they do? It's like radar. They go straight to the doorstops. Those they, things are great to play with. Oh, yeah. They play with them. So Mama, she's she's done. So she's <laughs> going to go over and unscrew all the doorstops. Well, when that baby gets to be three or four, you know what they do? They come through doors. And, they just, <laughs> and now you got doorknobs in the sheetrock. So we're always talking about if the doors, if your doorstops are missing and you don't have a toddler, you may want to put those back on. Now, and that's just a general maintenance thing that we do because you're either going to put that doorstop back on or you're going to be patching the sheetrock behind the door. Well, and and Pam, it's code. You you have to have a doorstop. So. Now that was a good a good point with Jan uh, saying that with the uh, a new homeowner's manual because like you to your point Jeff you do get one with your car you get one with your boat you get one with your 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 new TV you get a manual <laughs> with anything but you don't you, nobody gives you a book for your home and say here's what you need to do if you have some things and and then at the back it should just have the the number to your you know your your remodeler or contractor in case of emergency <laughs> exactly. now uh Kim we did have a caller on the line um uh from Kosciuszko and I, I we talked about this um throughout the you know the show but I I kind of want you to, I guess, give it to him from a start to finish type of perspective. Tommy from Kosciuszko called and he said, how does he get CEs, continuing education units? He doesn't know where to go or where to get them. And I'm pretty sure you get this question all the time. So if you could just explain it to him from a, you know, start to finish, um, how could they get the CEs? Tommy from Kosciuszko. Sure. So if you go to cpbms.com, there is an education tab. You will click on it. Then you'll scroll down to the bottom, and it says Home Builders University, and you click there. 
And then there's a list of classes and they're uh, different hours. Some of them are two hours, some of them are four hours. You add that to your cart. Now you have to go and make a profile. Um, and then um, once you add it to the cart, you pay. Now, if you're if you're not a home builders member, you pay a little more. You know, if you be join the home builders association, you save some money. But then you go and um, it's just a video. And then at the end of the once you've watched the course, you um, there's a certificate at the end that you can print out, and you would attach that with your renewal application for the state board of contractors and send that in um it's very seamless um so uh, very easy to very uh, uh user friendly um but you know anybody can call me at 601-969-3446 if they have any problems and i can help them uh get on there <coughs> Now, with um, uh, like the Home Builders Association, talk about, I guess, the benefits of a uh, contractor or remodeling uh, being a part of that group, um, the Home Builders Association. So um, we have like 16 locals uh, across the state in different areas. But um, so the joining fee is different. But some of the benefits of being a member, whether you participate or not in the events, you get there's a member rebate program which you get um money back for all the products you're using in your house it you go online you fill it in um and the average check a year for home builders is about fifteen hundred dollars um or remodeler and then we also have lowe's pro which gives you an extra two percent um, on your lows, you can already have an existing account or you can open a new account. You have to go through our national uh, website to do that. But let's say you spend $10,000 every year at Lowe's, you're going to get $690 back from Lowe's. That's the kind of savings. We also have a builder's risk program for our builders. And a lot of these guys are saving like they, there's a calculator on there. And you can put in a house to see what you're currently paying with your current agent versus this this product. And I think most people have found that they're saving about half. With all that being said, so basically, whatever you pay for membership, you're going to get all that money back um, and then some. And then they can become a certified professional builder <laughs> or remodeler and it'll pay for their designation as well. Plus, they're going to have extra money. Um, the other benefit, you know, the, the one that's local here in Jackson, we're also, they're doing a construction roundtable currently. They do it once a quarter, um, and they're doing it at different um, uh, venues, Venues, you know, like <laughs> vendors uh, that they have, and they, they are providing education on how to install a shower without leaking, how to do... Um, how to put heated floors in properly, and it counts as for an hour and a half CE credit at this point. So, um, you know, that's another benefit. They're, they, they are doing courses at these locations. So, um, and then the, it's just a great networking group. You can, you know, they try to do business with members, and, you know, we really try to enforce that so that, you um, 
it's an opportunity to get in. If you're a uh, supplier, it's a great opportunity to get in with the builders, vice versa. And it's, um, you know, it's a networking opportunity to build your business. So the Home Builders Association is just also like the Mississippi Housing Institute, another avenue to further your um, your career in the in the contracting and remodeling industry. Um, for all of my pros who are listening, because I, we, I know we have more, uh, a lot of pros uh, on the other side than homeowners who uh, tune into the show. Kim is dropping a lot of jewels uh, for you to take and put in your pocket. The Home Builders Association, um, the Mississippi Housing Institute, cpbms.com. Also, for homeowners, um, it's a great resource for you to um, reach out to the certified um, builders and remodelers. We want, because if you use a certified uh, builder and remodeler, that means you're not using someone who is, who may be fly by night and not as uh, reputable at the, as the uh, other guys. And it helps build up the industry as a whole. Now we have a, a couple emails because we're running out of time on the show. And um, we, I, I got a question from uh, Matt in Hattiesburg who sent something through the email. And we talk about decking a lot here on this show. Um, but he has a question. What about decking um, with synthetic lumber? And I will admittedly say, I didn't, I guess, know that there was a such thing as synthetic lumber. <laughs> um, he says, uh, tricks, et cetera. Um, um, what, what are your thoughts about decking with uh, synthetic lumber? I would, I would guess this is something that you don't stain. <laughs> this is Jeff's favorite thing. So I, I love it. I, no, I love that, that, that product. And to be quite honest with you, if you go to Yellowstone National Park, and you walk on a um, walkway or a deck inside that park, it is synthetic material. And that park is one of the largest national parks we have in this country. So, um, what what is the main, the maintenance on something like that? I guess is it what is, does it look like? Uh, what what you say zero? <laughs> zero. I'm telling you what it is superior to pressure treated lumber it, it, it's not even in the same I'm, I'm not gonna say ballpark it's not even in the same city um we have been using synthetic decking material for years and it and it is by far one of the greatest improvements i have seen in the building industry in many many years hey jeff let me ask you a question about that does um does that product also come in the framing for the deck, or is it just the deck? Board? No, it's it's not a it's not structural enough for framing members. Uh, so we we haven't it's it's not there yet. Okay, uh, but for your decking material, if it is installed properly, it will be the last decking material you will put on top of that deck. You know, something that I've seen because I'm researching and, you know, looking at the things, getting ready to build this deck for this friend of mine is that, and Jeff, I'd love your opinion on that. What what do you think is the biggest mistake people make when they DIY their deck? Uh, spacing of the floor joists. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, hey, you know, if I space this a little further apart, I won't need as many of them. 
Right. And then and then they build this beautiful deck in their backyard. They have a party, and they're they're thinking, "Wow, this thing sure bounces a lot. I wonder if I installed it properly." <laughs> All right, well, no, <clears throat> it's spongy. <laughs> Uh, all right, Pam and Jeff. So I guess um, uh, synthetic lumber tricks is something that's that you can use. Uh, let me see. Who was that? That was uh, Matt in Hattiesburg. So if you want to, Matt, give it a whirl. We do have one last caller um, on the line that we want to get to before we uh, wrap up the show. And I believe everybody can actually help. Um, um, Kim, this is kind of uh, geared towards you in the Mississippi Housing Institute. But um, Benny from Kosciuszko, um, good morning. Good morning. Um, I am on the Mississippi Housing Institute website, and I put in uh, the zip code for Kosciuszko, and nothing is there, no record found. How then would I locate a professional um, close to, because I'm not sure which zip codes to use um, to locate one that's, I think there's a close location. Close to Kosciuszko, like Canton, Jackson. Would I go as far as Louisville, Philadelphia? So that is a good question. Um, if you come across, like you say, an area where, um, um, you know, it may not be somebody in your immediate zip code. Um, Kim, what is the um, what, what should someone do about that? Um, I guess you need to find the next biggest or closest city to that like I said in fun and put those zip codes in I don't um I I don't have I know I don't have anybody in that area and I'm just trying to think we've got some in Oxford we've got you know a ton in Madison Jackson um that probably could travel that that far now Jeff um, really really is probably going to fall under the Jackson territory okay okay um, so put in Put in three nine one one zero, three nine one five seven. See see what pops up there. Now, Jeff, let me ask this question: As a contractor, is it uh, improper <laughs> to uh, call one, let's say, in Jackson, and it, to see if they know someone um, that is, a, you know, kind of maybe closer to Kosciuszko? Oh, absolutely, do that. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, and, and to be quite honest with you, we're, we're doing a job right now in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Um, I had a contractor buddy of mine call me and needed some references in Tupelo. Okay. So, so yeah, so I, I, I recommended I've got a, a good friend in Tupelo, uh, Kenneth Estes. So we, we um, said, yeah, call Kenneth. He'll help you. So absolutely reach out to these other um, counties and cities and, and ask the question, we're, we are here to help. All right, that is correct. We are here to help and Fixing 101 is always helping as a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. We want to thank Pam Pipers, Jeff Sammons, and our guest Kim Gent from the Mississippi Housing Institute for joining us today. I'm Java Chapman. Liz Gill was on the boards. Lisa was on the phone. It's always a group effort here at MPB. Coming up next is Everyday Tech with Jay White, and make sure you stay tuned next Wednesday, 9 a.m. for more Fixing 101 right here on MPB Think Radio.